Yeah, um, I'll be, I'll be teaching on my topic is sanctification, and the I, the subtopic is protecting your future through sanctification, and the scripture is from Acts chapter twenty verse thirty two. He said, "Now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of His grace, which is able to build you up." Number one, build you up. Number two, give you an inheritance among them which are sanctified. That's the scripture for sanctification. And the scripture for protecting your future through sanctification is Proverbs chapter 6, verse 25 to 27. That's one of the scriptures that I saw when I was doing Wolfby. And it, I mean, it has put me on check by God's grace. He said, verse 25, he said, lost, let me start for 24. He said, to keep thee from the, from, from the evil woman, from the flattery of the tongue of a strange woman, Lost not after beauty in thy heart, neither let her take thee with her high eyelids. Verse 26, that's my emphasis. It says, For by means of a warish woman, a man is brought to a piece of bread, and their daughters will hunt for the precious life. May God bless his word in our hearts in the name of Jesus. Amen. Number one that I want us to note is that your sanctification in life is determined by your your satisfaction in life is determined by your, sanctific by your sanctification. Number two is that if you are not sanctified, you will never be satisfied in life. I come again. Your sat satisfaction in life is determined by your sanctification. Number, number two, if you are not sanctified, you will never be satisfied in life. Amen. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, it said, let us make man in our own image. So in every man, there is a dimension, there is a dimension of God in, ev in every man, no matter who that person is, a sinner, anybody, there is a dimension of God deposited in every man. There is a dimension of God deposited in every man. This is why Satan is always fighting, fighting, fighting men. Satan is always fighting men. And I thank God that God brought this message to me, you know, and, and, and I, I saw it fit that I should share it with us because it was on Wednesday, I was just worshiping and God just laid, laid many, 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 many topics in my, in, my, in my heart that I should, you know, that he will be, he will be, he will be teaching us. He will be teaching all of us, both me, every, everyone, so that we'll be, you know, we'll know what to do. At this time, he was talking about the, the children of Issachar. He said there are people that understood the time and the season. So in, in every man, there's a dimension of God in every in everybody. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you have. And it doesn't matter what you don't have presently. Scripture says we have this earth, we have this, we have this uh, 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 treasures in earthen vessel that the excellence of his power may be of God and not of us. So we, ha we have treasures in us. We have treasures. But, but you know, because of sin, because of sin, it has, it, has, it, has limited, it has limited us. Because of sin. That's why scripture says, for, uh, he said, all have sinned and have come short of the glory of God. So that, that, that dimension of treasures, that, that, that dimension of God in you is supposed to reveal the glory of God. But sin have made everyone to come short of it. Because through one man sin came in, through one man sin came into this world by man Adam and through one man Jesus Christ all be made righteous. So Adam has deposit of God, but when sin came, you know Adam started hiding and God said, "Where are you, Adam? 
God can God could see Adam because nobody can hide from him. God can see him. But he said, he said, where are you? Where are you? Where are you, Adam? And Adam said, I had a voice, but I hid. He said, why? Adam said, I was naked. God said, who told you that you were naked? Who told you? You have, you have done something. You have listened to someone. Who told you that you are that you are naked? So my charge for us tonight is that we should be, be we should be caught, we should be careful of um of lust. What is sanctification? Sanctification just means purity, holiness. And scripture says, without holiness, we can't see God. Holy Spirit was telling me, he said, You claim that my body is your temple, but we still use it for immorality. We claim that our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, but we still use it for immorality. No, two people cannot live in a, in a body. Two people cannot live in a body. One has to stay and one has to go. And Holy Spirit cannot strive with any man. According to Genesis chapter 6, verse 3, Holy Spirit cannot strive with any man. So it's our duty to, to, to keep ourselves in check. And we can do that only by the Spirit of God because it is not by power, it is not by mind, but by the Spirit of God. Because ev everything is fight is fighting us. Everything is everything is fighting us. Everything is fighting us. Everything is fighting us. I like the scripture in First Peter chapter two. First Peter chapter two verse eleven. I read a scripture to us. I'm going to read it again. First Peter chapter two verse eleven. He said, "Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lust which war against the soul." So all this lust, you know, there might be, there might be, uh, um, there might be pleasure, but it's, it's temporal, it's temporal. But they are fighting against our soul. They are fighting against our soul. They are fighting us so that we will not see the fullness of God. So I will not see that dimension of God that that was set, you know, to to, to reveal God's glory in us. So I will not be able to see it. So we have to do all we can to fight against against lust. There are four kinds of lust. Lost of the flesh, lost of the eyes, and pride of life. And one last one that I saw is lost of the mind. Because anything that will happen physically will first start with, with we start from your mind. From your mind. He said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So nothing will happen physically without first, you know, taking shape in our mind. So Satan is pursuing our mind. God too is pursuing our mind. God said, without your mind, I will do nothing. And Paul was warning us. He said, cast out every evil imagination. You know, pulling down strongholds. Cast out every evil imagination. And Holy Spirit told me, he said, whatever you don't want to do, don't think about it. Because you can't stop a thought from coming, but you can stop yourself from thinking about it. And when you think about something, you give it flesh. You give it flesh. You give it flesh. So I'm going to just give us two points, you know, that we can be able to tackle this, this, um, this, this war that is against our soul. This war that is against our soul because, you know, according to Paul, he said, the things that I don't want to do, that's the, that's the thing that I'm doing. And the things that I, I'm, so, I'm, I'm supposed to do, I don't do them. He said, oh, wretched man that I am. So this is not a call for condemnation. No, everyone is under, is, is under construction. But we have to, he said, I beat myself. I bring my body under subjection. So we, are, we, are, we, we have to, we have to, 
we have to, we are not perfect, we are not caught with perfect, but you know, we should strive to perfection. We should strive to perfection. Two points I'm going to give us is number one, we have to confess our sin or any time that we fall short, we have to confess it. We have to confess it. We have to confess it. God called David a man after my own heart. And I was wondering, how can he be a man after, after all, all, all he has sinned? But I found out the secret of David. Any little thing, David will run to God. He will run to God. He'll be like, Lord, forgive me. Psalm chapter 51, verse 1 to verse 1. That's, that's David's uh, confession and repentance. Because it's not enough for us to confess. We have to repent. David said, he said, I was shaping from iniquity. He said, forgive me. He said, I've sinned against you, only against you. I did all what you considered evil, but Father, have mercy upon me. He said, a broken and a contrite heart, the Lord will not reject. And God said, this is a man after my own heart. David committed fornication. You know, he lied and he committed murder. But still, God said, a man after my own heart because God is not looking for perfect people. God is looking for sincere people. Sincere people. That's what Adam did, the mistake that Adam did. God asks, asks Adam, where are you? It's not a matter of location or anything, you know, but allocation. It was, where, where are you? And Adam said, I heard a voice and I hid. As me, Adam said, I've done it. Oh, Lord, forgive me. God will forgive him. God will forgive him. But he said, I, I heard that voice. So, so whenever we, we sin again, we sin, we should not run from God. We should not run. We should come to him. Because our relationship with God should, should not just be God. God is God, but he's also a father. This is why I checked through our scripture. Jesus did not call God, God. He always referred him as father. And from the Old Testament, nobody called God, father. He's only God. They didn't call him father because Jesus did not come that time to restore that relationship. Now we have that privilege. Whenever we sin, we should not just, we should not run away from God. We should come closer. Lord, I have fallen. Help me. Help me. Because the father we are from God will be closer to the world. And remember, those that are friends with the world that cannot be friends with, with God. So we have to confess. We have to confess our sin. Don't hide your sin. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 13. He said, he that hideth his sin will not, will not prosper. So whenever we fall short or do anything wrong, oh Lord, have mercy. Help me, Holy Spirit. Help me. Help me. Help me. By so doing, God will be removing that thing. You'll be, be removing it. And secondly, it's by prayer. Prayer. And you can add fasting. It's by prayer. Romans chapter, Romans chapter 8, verse 13. Romans chapter 8, verse 13. I'll quickly read that. Amen. Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 13. He said, for if, if you live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if you, if you through the Spirit do mortify the days of the body, ye shall live. And remember, this kind goeth not by, except by prayer and fasting. There might be things, you know, any one of us may be struggling with that you have tried. Try by prayer. Let us couple it with, with, with fasting. Let us couple it with fasting. Let us couple it with fasting. Because... Your, your flesh is not just talking about your physical body. It's talking about your, your, that, that sinful nature that came to every man as a, reason, as, as a reason of that fall. As a reason of that fall. I like the scripture from Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5 verse 17. Verse 17. 
He said, for the flesh lusteth against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary, the one to the, to the other, so that you, you cannot do the things that ye would. All the scripture I'm calling, if you have time, just read it, read it in other translation. You will be blessed. You will be blessed. So number one is we should confess our sin. Any, hidden, any sin, we should not hide it. He said, love cover multitude of sin. But we have to come to the, to, to the, to the love himself, which is Jesus. Lord, help me. God will help us. I pray that God will help us by his spirit in the name of Jesus. Amen. So whenever we whenever we do something that we're not supposed to do, you know, we should come back to God. We should come back to God because many things, many things, God and anybody that God God wants to use, you know, is not. Is, I'm not just talking about ministry now. You know, Satan will always do whatever he can do in his whatever he can do, you know, to bring that man down. Two thousand, I think, two thousand seventeen, three years ago. You know, I was having challenges. A lot. It was pressure. Of challenges, pressure, but God kept me. There was this man, is a is a youth pastor in, in Kenaland or the youth pastor there. So he came to Maryland. He just saw me. He said, be he just told me, he said, be careful. Be careful. You don't, I, I don't know, but that man was God sent at that at that moment. He said, be careful. He was saying many things, and I was like, Wow, God brought this. He was saying many things that I was, you know, that I was facing. That I was facing. I thought I didn't give in. He said I should be careful. Then he gave a story. He said when they were in school, there was this guy. This guy has the spirit of excellence in him. He had, his, I mean, I mean, he had the spirit of excellence in him. People know, unbeliever, believer, they know. As a result of that, many people started coming. Girls, everybody started coming, and this guy could not, could not resist, resist that temptation. I know what this guy did. He had to, you know, this this guy came and started, you know, coming to him, and and, and the guy allowed himself and he fall into fornication. And the guy said, immediately he finished with the lady. The lady just laughed. He said, is that all? And the lady just laughed. The guy said, as the lady was walking out of the door, the guy, the guy said he saw the spirit of excellence living. So that guy came as an agent of darkness to take away that spirit of excellence. You know, the devil is a, is a thief. He said the, 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 he came to steal, to kill and to destroy. So if he cannot kill you, if he cannot destroy, he wants to steal that, 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 that treasures that we have in our vessel. The, the, the treasures is, is not in our spirit, man. It's in our vessel. It's in our vessel. This is why David said, what is man that thou art mindful of him? So there's something that you and I are carrying that the devil don't want it to manifest. So that guy said, as that lady was living, he said the spirit of excellence was living. And according to what the pastor was not telling me, he said, up to today, the guy has not recovered. That's something that happened years ago when they were in school. He said, up to today, that whatever that guy does, eh, does the thing will turn upside down. Something that you should do, you know, to be great, the thing will turn upside down. So my charge for us tonight, whatever we are, we are going through, I know, you know, many things will, they will leave earth, we will still be fighting with our, we will still be fighting with our flesh. I'm not talking about our physical flesh. I'm talking about that sinful nature. Even Paul, you know, as anointed as he was, he was going through that thing. He said, the thing that I'm supposed to do, I don't do that. The things I'm not supposed to do, that's what I'm doing. He said, oh, wretched man I am. So we have these treasures in us. Moses, he was dead, but yet the angel of God and, and Satan, they were fighting for the dead body of Moses. What was in that dead body that they were fighting for? 
Elisha was dead, but still yet, the dead body of Elisha raised up another dead body. 2 Kings chapter 13, verse 21. So, guide your life. Guide yourself. Guide yourself. I'm not just talking about, you know, uh, lust of the flesh, like um, fornication. No. There may be other things. There was one time again that I went to, I went to store, you know, they charged me, but they did mistake. They didn't charge me for something. And I went to them. I didn't know. I went to them. I checked my receipt. I said, oh, they didn't charge me, charge me for this thing. And it was, um, I mean, good amount of money. You know, that thought just came. Ah, you have made a lot of gain. But no, I said, no, it's not, it, it's not right. It's not right because I know it's not right. So I went back there, but there were a lot of people. I had to wait for four days. Four, then I went back. And I went back. I said, ah, ma, you could not charge me for this thing. And the, and the man looked at me. He was surprised. He was surprised. It's not that I did by my own power, but, you know, that conviction of, of the Holy Spirit, I, I mean, I can't, I can't. And I turned back the money. And guess what? Anytime I come there, there's this respect, this, this uh, casually give me. This respect. So, you know, I'm not just talking about, you know, loss of the flesh, like se uh, sexual loss, but, you know, let us guide our mind. Guide our mind. I know that this message has blessed us. And I want us to pray this prayer that Holy Spirit laid in my heart. Let us, lay this, let us pray this prayer that, Father, by the Holy Spirit, empower me to live above the detections and the desires of the flesh. Amen. The scripture is from Romans chapter 8, verse 8. It said, they that live in the flesh cannot please God. If your desire is to please God, Please let us lift up our voice in this in this little short time that we have. Let us pray that prayer. The Father, by the Holy Spirit, empower me to live above the desires of the flesh. In the name of Jesus, my Father, by your Spirit, empower me, Lord, to live above the detention of the flesh. In the name of 